When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. It, it seems, I mean, that's how I've approached my career, and here we are. So, you know, argue with me. <laughs> Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance, my friends. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. You can follow both Joe and I over on Instagram, uh, at that guy Carlin at Jay Fortenbaugh. We have spent time discussing all things NFL today, as you would expect. And we will hear from Dame Lillard in just a little bit as he addresses the media for his first time in Milwaukee, but we have to start with the New England Patriots yesterday and sitting at one and three, absolutely embarrassed by the Dallas Cowboys. Joe, before the season, we heard Robert Kraft talk quite a bit about the fact that it was important for this team to make the playoffs and that he was not interested in individual honors and individual records when it was suggested that uh, Bill Belichick's not going to go anywhere because he will be there for the Patriots. Uh, He will be the Patriots head coach when he breaks the all-time wins record. He is sitting right now 30 wins away from that. He might get three or four more this season, but I don't know if he's getting much more than that. The Patriots are bad. Their defense is not nearly as good as we thought. And as far as Belichick's concerned, offensively, They have not had playmakers in place virtually ever during his his tenure as coach. Randy Moss for, what, a couple of years. They had Wes Welker for a couple of years, Julian Edelman. But Gronk, that's about it. And right now, they don't have anybody that is made better by their quarterback. That's what they had for 20 years with Brady. He turned around, made guys better. Nobody's getting made better here, and it has been taken for granted in New England. All right, so if you're Bob Kraft and you're the decision maker, you have to start asking some tough questions, and you got to try to get the best information possible on these questions. Question number one, let's start with Mac Jones, the quarterback. Is Mac Jones capable, or shall we say more than likely, because it better be more than likely if you're going to back him, more than likely to be a solid franchise guy that you can build around for the next 10 years but the coaching's holding him back? Or have we seen pretty much the best of Mac Jones and we know that if we want to be a perennial Super Bowl contender, he is not our guy? How do you think Kraft would answer that question? How would you answer that question? I would think that Kraft would answer that question that Mac Jones is not the guy. Okay. And we have not done much to help him be better than he is. Okay. So if you reach the conclusion that we've seen enough of this, he's not going to be the face of the New England Patriots. Then we move to question two. Bill Belichick, do we give him another crack at a potential franchise quarterback? Meaning we keep him around, we let him draft somebody early, and we give him two to three years to try to figure this out? Or... 
do we completely start fresh? Because Belichick has done quite a bit for the organization. And I know we're now at a point where we all say it was all Brady. Um, he's the reason Belichick's lost his fastball. But he's done enough. He's done more than enough to possibly warrant one more shot at it. He swung and missed with Mac Jones. Okay, that happens. Should Bill Belichick not get one more crack at it if, for example, New England ends up with a top three pick and they can draft a highly coveted quarterback? Would you trust Belichick to have one more chance and possibly develop that individual? When I look at his history drafting offensive players, why would I trust him? So we're talking then about option three, which is Jones is gone, Belichick's gone, we're rebooting the whole thing. Well, really... Ryan Clark brought up something earlier with us that is interesting and has to be taken into account. Robert Kraft and his age. The biggest question of all of those things that needs to be asked, do we have a better chance to win a championship in the next three to four years with Bill Belichick or with somebody else? And it's impossible to know if you have a chance to do that with somebody else unless you know who you want that somebody else to be. I believe he does. And I am virtually sure that he wants Mike Vrabel to be that next guy. And so then, well, look, I don't know how you could think otherwise right now. How could you possibly think otherwise? He understands all of the dynamics of New England, and he has gone to Tennessee and has gotten more out of an organization that really has never supplied outside of Derrick Henry a ton of great players. I mean, do we agree that Mike Vrabel is somebody that maximizes what he has on his roster? He has been fantastic given the ingredients that organization has provided him with to trade away A.J. Brown. And then just continue at every turn to put – I don't know how much say he has in the quarterback position, but they, they are just – yeah, to answer your question in a much more succinct way, I think he gets a lot out of what he's given. Now, I don't know what Vrabel's contract situation is, but if I'm Kraft, I have to look at what's going to get me there quickest. Do I have the faith that it's somebody that hasn't done it before? That's tough to do. That's awfully tough to do when you've been married to somebody for 25 years. But do I have the faith that it's somebody who understands how to do it and has done it before? And is that worth me sending a future first-round pick for if I have to send compensation to Tennessee as opposed to rolling the dice on just somebody new in the next new hot potential individual and the next new potential hot GM? Mm. I I think I probably have to look hard at giving up an asset to get a proven commodity. So if I'm Kraft, that's the way to go. Otherwise, I probably have to ride it out with Belichick if I'm not going to get Vrabel. I probably have to ride it out with him. Vrabel signed, just to give you some context, Vrabel signed an extension in February of 2022 for multiple years. So assuming his contract wasn't going to be up till 2023, then there's the extension on top of it. So I don't Mm -hmm. know if he's close to the market at any time soon, which would mean if you'd be interested in him, it could be a Sean Payton-like situation to the Broncos where you have to give up some sort of compensation. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. I would expect that that would be the case. If I 
am Belich or if I am Brady, uh, Brady if I'm Brady, if I am uh, Robert Kraft right now, I'm not making the playoffs again. How is any of this getting better? Where is the evidence that my organization is closer to getting back to winning? Because it feels like over the last few years, I've gone from making the playoffs to not making the playoffs last year to even worse this year. We're headed in the wrong direction. And I don't have enough that's going to make me a great team anytime soon. So why do I keep riding that out with the same guy? I can see that. Look, Bill's 70 years old. It's not that he's lost his fastball. It's just that sometimes it's time. And it's not working there. And you cannot sit there and tell me he has put really good offensive pieces in place. He hasn't. Is there a way to get a personnel man in there who makes those decisions and keep Belichick? Or do you Let's think that would just that be a disaster? that dynamic for a second. How does that dynamic work? Bill, come coach the team, but that's all you're doing now. And now you're answering to this guy. How does that work? It probably doesn't work well at all. If I'm Bill, I'm hopping on the boat. Okay. Maybe it's so a that way. Basically hey, maybe that's the... the way to get what you want if you're Kraft. Maybe you know he'll never agree to that. This is what I don't we're think doing. you can. You can't. You can't take that risk. You can't take that risk because then if he does, you have the potential for problems. You you either you if, if Mac Jones is not the guy in your opinion, you are then either giving Belichick one more bite at the apple. We're going to let you go out and get one more guy. You can draft him or you can bring him in through free agency if it's a Justin Fields type or whatever. But this is it. You get one last shot at it and we're fully, fully behind you or you break it all off completely. You bring in a new general manager. That general manager goes out and brings in a new head coach. Those two work together to draft the quarterback. And then, boom, organizational harmony. All three of those individuals are invested in the success of one another, which means they should all be on the same page from the start. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. My friends, if you think some NFL franchises are dysfunctional, they have got nothing on one NBA team. That's next. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Breaking NBA news, Damian Lillard is on the move. ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski reports he's been traded to Milwaukee. The concept of Dame Lillard next to Giannis Antetokounmpo. It's as dynamic of a potential duo as we could have seen. I think you could pack it up for the Eastern Conference right now. Although the Celtics did make a good move. We'll talk about that uh, throughout the course of the week and getting through holiday. It's Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio on Sirius XM Channel 80. Dame Lillard introduced today with the Bucks at Media Day, a newest mention of the uh, newest member of the Milwaukee Bucks. Here is Dame, who is more than ready for all of the expectations. You know, I've done a lot more overachieving in my career than like living up to it, you know what was expected so I'm excited about that I think at my age and at this stage of my career you know I think it came at the perfect time because I'm prepared for you know a situation like this and Giannis and I spoke and it was I think the focal point of that conversation was just that yes it looks good it's an attractive thing me and him playing together the kind of team that we have but the work has to get done and you know I think that's one thing that we're extremely like-minded about you know I couldn't be more excited I couldn't be more thankful uh, for this opportunity to play alongside uh, the best player in the league you know it's gonna be fun I I have trouble believing that the Celtics are gonna be able to beat the Bucks this year even though they went and made the trade they did for Drew Holiday yesterday really I really do I, I think it's a good move but I, I don't think it puts them quite over the top yet for starters I can't wait to see Lillard with the Bucks and in the playoffs. The playoffs yeah. are better with Damian Lillard, especially totally when he can make a run into the second or third round. I, and I know want, you're out West, especially when I don't have to wait up until one o'clock in the morning to see him play in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Like when yeah. I was in like Golden State, when I was covering the Warriors in the Bay Area, Golden State ran in the Dames Blazers a handful of times in the playoffs. And it wasn't a very competitive series, but it, he was always competitive. Yeah. It's always great to watch him. He's from Oakland, so he always puts on in those matchups. And then to see him a few years when Portland went head to head with uh, Jokic in Denver, they had some great series in the playoffs. If I remember remember correctly one of them went seven and it was just this back and forth war between the two so to get Lillard on a team where he should have a high profile in the postseason that is good for the fans that is good for the NBA that's great for Milwaukee I would still side with Boston here I just think that you have a variety of factors with Milwaukee that create some questions not to say Giannis and Dame can't work together. I'd imagine they could. If I was betting, I'd probably bet that they're going to figure out a way to make this look good. But between two superstars having to figure out their way with one another, between the pieces Milwaukee gave up and the fact that they have a new rookie head coach, there's some room there to see potential issues. Maybe not big ones, but potential issues. In Boston, I get Joe Missoula in year two. I think he learned a lot from his first postseason experience. I get a team that's been together core-wise for a while. Drew Holiday's coming in to join uh, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Chris Stapps Porzingis is there, Al Horford's still there, Derek White's still there. 
there's a lot to like. And the teams that have had the most success in the postseason the last few years, they're teams that at their very core have been together for a while under the same head coach. Golden State two years ago. Denver this past year under Malone. Even you go back a couple years with the Milwaukee team under Budenholzer. That was a team that at its core had been together for a while and made one or two small moves to improve the roster. So the Milwaukee story is going to be fascinating. It's going to be fun. If I'm asked to make a prediction now, I would still take the Celtics. Uh, Here is Giannis, and this should be interesting. I've not heard this yet, on why he is still going to wait until next offseason to sign an extension. Money is not important. A lot of money is important. (laughs) So I'm going to sign it next year. At the end of the day, again, it it doesn't make sense. It does not make sense for me to sign it right now. I got to, you know, always look at what's the best for me and my family and for my situation. But at the end of the day, like, I want to be a Milwaukee back for uh, the rest of my career as long as we are winning. Well, yes, and they just proved that they were going out to win by making this move. And I would say this, too, though. When he says money's not important, it doesn't make sense for me to sign it. Well, we're talking about an additional, I believe, in the neighborhood of $75 million if he waits until next year. So yeah, Giannis, maybe don't it's play a little bit important. Don't play with us, Giannis. Yeah. We, we, we know what's going on. And you know what? Bravo. That's what we'd be doing. Yep. <laughs> I've I hard to believe Carlin's going to leave $70 million on the table out of the goodness of his heart. Like, no, this is that's the correct business move, and no one should have a problem with that at all. There's no such thing as having a, a anti-take to that. Like, what, what, what would be the reason, right? There wouldn't be. There, there wouldn't, wouldn't be. be. And now uh, we move on to the Sixers. Uh, James uh, Hart- How about this? How about this? Do we have to? I feel as if we don't have to. I feel you feel that way because you're from Philly. Uh, Here's why we do. James Harden. Just just to remind everybody what was said. This was back in uh, over the summer in China at a press event. James Harden uh, with his thoughts on his general manager, Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey is a liar. And I will never get a article in the organization that he's a martyr. Let me say it again. Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never be a part of an organization that he's a martyr. Uh, you know what James Harden is, is reputable when it comes to these kind of statements uh, because he's never forced his way out of positions before. And here, so here is Daryl Morey's first response to that claim of James Harden calling him a liar uh, based on saying that he would get him out of Philadelphia. Well, I don't think I have to interpret it. He said what he meant, uh, and I think that was well reported on. Obviously, a text, I haven't responded to that because I think it falls flat on its face. 20 years of working in the league, always followed through on everything. Their relationship was fantastic before this, but the second that Embiid doesn't get what he wants, the relationship goes south. That is not terribly surprising here. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I keep thinking about all these people in China when Harden went on that rant and those people being like, uh, sir, this is a this is a Wendy's. This is a Wendy's. <laughs> like, like, like what what is what is going on here? We, I, I didn't think he was coming over there for takes like that. But no, it's look, this is again. Here we go. You look at the odds in the Eastern Conference and it's always shocking to me to see Philadelphia where they are, given what their track record is. But Milwaukee's the favorite to win the East this year at plus 140. That means a hundred dollar wager returns one hundred and forty in profit. It. Boston's right behind him at plus 175, and then a significant drop off to the Sixers at nine to one. But they still have the Sixers as the third best team in the conference. Uh, maybe, 
you know, maybe they are a little bit better than Cleveland, Miami, and the Knicks, but what would get you excited if you're a Sixers fan this year? You want to believe in Tyrese Maxey. He's been awesome, but are you going to be able to take advantage of it? Because you got to get the rest of the roster squared away. There were rumors that maybe they should get involved in Drew Holiday. Well, that didn't happen. He went to a rival. Dame went to a rival. You look up and down the Eastern Conference, teams are getting better or maintaining, and then there's the Sixers, just slowly but surely either trying to keep their head above water so they can tread their way into the second round and get eliminated again, or beginning the descent towards mediocrity and, you know, not even being, uh, Embiid leaving and the team not even being worth a damn worth watching. I I just... They're not getting any better. They're not making any moves. Uh, Maury versus Harden, it's not good for anybody. So I don't see any reason to believe in anything these guys have cooked and cooking. Because, again, we talk about teams like the Bears and all these teams that just can't get organized. The Sixers don't strike me as a team that's very organized right now. No, they're not. It's because they're not. And, you know, that play toward mediocrity and trying to tread water, that's not often a successful play. Uh, Let's hear a little bit from Embiid on what – he's focused on this season take a guess hopefully the situation with james get resolved if he's here we love him you know we want him to be with us and i think we have a better team with him on the floor so and i think he knows it too so hopefully that get resolved and you know if that doesn't change anything it doesn't change the goal it doesn't change anything you know the goal is still to go out there and try to win a championship whatever it takes this is i'm gonna jump in here i want to jump in here real quick yeah um, what would make us believe Harden's situation is going to get resolved in a manner that works well for Philly? Harden has pulled this before, but I don't remember him ever being this open and like honest about how frustrated he is. Like yeah. in Houston, it was quieter. In Brooklyn, it was quieter, but it happened. Here, he's out in public. He had a party the other night in Houston, if I'm not mistaken, where they were holding up signs that said Daryl Morey is a liar. Isn't yeah. that? Didn't, didn't we come across that stuff? Yes. So I don't. Why would he want to play for Philadelphia again? It doesn't look like Morey's going anywhere well he is being more direct than ever before before it was just put on the fat suit you know (laughs) and eat your way out of town which hey listen if you're gonna weaponize laziness you have my ultimate respect that (laughs) that is something special but when it comes to uh this situation being as direct as he has i i can't take james harden seriously anymore on any front i really can't I don't even think he's that good anymore. I think he's capable of having games here and there, but he's not capable of being as consistent as need be. And this Sixers thing, it is on the way down. You are right. This is Joel Embiid's last year in Philadelphia. I absolutely am locked in on that. Oh, really? So you've had some big... You've had some big stuff recently. Belichick, final year in New England. You like the idea of them going after Mike Vrabel. And now we're saying this is the end of Joel Embiid in Philadelphia. Unfortunately, which because Embiid is the perfect superstar for Philadelphia. Yes, he is. It is such a perfect fit with his personality and the city's personality. And yet that's not going to work because they're not going to win anytime soon with the way things are constituted. So you're going to have to rip the whole thing apart. He's going to want out. And at his age, I can't necessarily believe he's 28 right now, maybe. And with the kind of injuries that he's had in the past, he's got to get out of town. He's got to get away to win. So I don't blame him. I don't blame him in the least. That'll be it. Sorry. Great. I, I kind of see your spirit so, breaking here. Yeah, on the so, Zoom. so glad we we went down the Philadelphia rabbit hole there. That's that's what I was looking for. Let's talk Eagles, huh? Let's talk undefeated Eagles sticking it to Washington once again. We can do that. Carla versus <laughs> Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. The NFL coach who still doesn't get it. 
And apparently neither does Joe. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Enough is enough! I have had it with these takes on this plane! Everybody strap in! This plane is headed down the runway and ready for the NFL takeoff. Yes, part two of the NFL takeoff. Every Monday, we roll through all the games. Carlin versus Joe, presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you could save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and at Progressive.com. Chargers 24, Raiders 17. I am swear to God that the Chargers should take out a restraining order against Brandon Staley. He just should not be allowed anywhere near within 500 yards of a stadium they are in. Again, uh, again late in the game with a lead at his own 34-yard line. Fourth and one. Let's go for it. Roll the dice. Batter up. And what does he do? He doesn't get it, and he gets bailed out because he's playing a terrible team and the Raiders, and what bothers me the most about it is not just the decision to go for it, which is stupid, but it's also how he goes for it. Let's run Justin Herbert on a sneak when he already got banged up in the game (laughs) instead of, you know, asking him to do what he actually does, which is throw the ball, Joe. 
This game was exactly, exactly what we all thought it would be. It was AFC West football that does not include the Kansas City Chiefs. There was messy. There were mistakes. Once again, I agree with Brandon Staley's decision to go for it. Get one yard and end the game. Once again, I can't help but wonder how this guy doesn't work on the team's execution of these decisions at any point during practice. I have never seen someone fail on fourth and one as much as the Chargers do. And it's not like they're devoid of talent on offense. They've spent a ton of money. It makes no sense how often statistically they blow that play. For Josh McDaniels, down two scores late in the game. He realizes he has to go for it. Okay, good. That's progress over last week. Then he kicks the extra point. No, McDaniels, you go for two if you're down two touchdowns. That is what the numbers say. How is this so hard to convey to some of these coaches? You're not playing to tie. You're playing to win. That's what the goal should be. Raiders lose again. Not a surprise. 49ers 35. Cardinals 16. McCaffrey, four touchdowns in the game. If you don't believe in Brock Purdy now, you're just being stubborn. Brock Purdy is a quarterback in this league, a legitimate good quarterback in this league. And the 49ers, while I still have them behind the Eagles, because the Eagles haven't lost yet either, and they're still on top of the mountain, the 49ers are playing outstanding football across the board. The Brock Purdy has now appeared in 10 regular season games for the San Francisco 49ers. Nine starts, and then there was one game where he stepped in very early when Garoppolo got hurt. It was against the Miami Dolphins. They've won all of these games, and they've scored 30 or more points in nine of those 10. What's 30 left? or more points in nine of 10. And by the way, are we going to start having the conversation. I'm not saying we should. I'm curious to know if we're going to start having the conversation about Christian McCaffrey as a possible MVP candidate. We He's should. 20 to 1. He scored four touchdowns yesterday. And the Niners aren't a team where people look at it as being quarterback driven. They look at the defense. They look at the coach. They look at all the skill players. Purdy's been good. But does McCaffrey possibly get some MVP buzz? Yeah, maybe so. Eagles 34. Commanders 31. Again, this is just a survive type game for the Eagles. And that's what they did. The commanders always play them tough. And what do the Eagles do? They make the plays when they have to make the plays. And that's what winning great teams do. There should have been more made about the penalty A.J. Brown picked up on his final touchdown, the game's final touchdown, when the The Eagles went up seven. Yeah, because he's taunting, which then got him a penalty, which then put Washington in better field position for their final drive, which, by the way, there was one second left, and they're at, like, the five-yard line, and they scored a touchdown. Like, that yardage mattered, A.J. Brown. It mattered. Like, those are mistakes you can't make. We know you want the ball. We know it's about you. But in that spot, just take the touchdown and get off the field, man. Win the game. You don't want to blow a game against Washington. Eagle defense was miserable, but when they needed to get a stop, and I don't think there was a single teaser player like myself, I had teased the Eagles, who thought we were going to win that game when Philly lost the coin toss because of how the defense played. But credit them, they got a three and out, and then Hurts led the drive to win the game with a field goal. Fields 48, Dolphins 20. Look, I can't argue with anything that happened yesterday. The Bills just put it on them. 48 spot after the Dolphins put up a 70 spot the week before. Tremendous, tremendous job by Stefan Diggs, who was great. And it does appear as if he and Josh Allen have put the past issues behind them. Josh Allen, now your MVP favorite. The Bills now firmly in control of the situation. I know they're close. Miami, 
no shame in that loss. It's your third road game in four weeks. You're at Buffalo. But I do think it's worth mentioning. If we're going to get really excited about an offense hanging 70, we should point out that two road games this year against two good defenses in New England and Buffalo, they're averaging 22 points per game in that. Good, not great. Jaguars 23, Falcons 7. In the uh, England game, Jaguars play their first of back-to-back games over in England. It was also the Toy Story game. Watched a lot of that broadcast. That was a lot of fun. Uh, But at the same time, uh, listen, the Falcons, Desmond Ritter, enough. Leave him there. I hope he didn't get on the plane. Yeah, that's not going to work out. They're going to end up blowing a lot of games this season because they don't have good quarterback play. I will say great bounce back from Doug Peterson, whose team looked terrible the week before. The Toy Story game was awesome. My four- and six-year-olds loved it. They'll sit and watch some football with me, but they generally like doing their own thing. This game had them locked in. Credit to everyone involved in that broadcast, the broadcast team, the people behind the scenes. That was a really fun way to watch a football game. Broncos 31. Bears 28. Justin Fields was terrific throughout the course of the day, but unfortunately turned it over twice. Threw four touchdowns, 385 yards, and then later had a fumble and also had a pick. The pick, not necessarily his fault. Late in the game, receivers stopped running the route, but they end up losing after having a 28-7 lead to the Broncos, which is inexcusable. The Bears are a disaster. Yeah, so there it is. You, you, You point out all the problems with your quarterback, then your quarterback has a career day, and you still lose. The quarterback's not the problem. He's a problem at times. He's not the problem. It's the leadership group in Chicago. To borrow from college football, the Chicago Bears are right now suffering from a lack of institutional control. Something's got to happen there. Cowboys 38. Patriots 3. We've talked about Bill quite a bit here. Let's talk about the Cowboys part of this. It was a game where they absolutely had to bounce back after what happened against Arizona. It sounds like an obvious statement, but if the Cowboys lose to the Patriots and they're sitting at 2-2 two and two going into San Francisco next week, that could completely change the season for the worst. They put it to the Patriots yesterday. When the Cowboys are blowing teams out like they've done three times this year, Dak Prescott looks good. When the Cowboys needed Prescott to step up big in the one spot where they needed a player to step up big, which was the Arizona game last week, he was unable to do it. Now let's see what happens against San Francisco. I know Dallas can beat up on bad teams and Prescott can look good with a lead. I already know that. What everyone wants to know is whether or not this guy can make the big plays in the big spots against the best competition. One last one. Chiefs 23. Jets 20. This game looked like it was going to be a nightmare with 17-0 before you blinked. But give the Jets credit. Give Zach Wilson credit. He played reasonably well, but they still lost. And I don't think Zach Wilson all of a sudden is turning into the guy that we saw for two and a half quarters last night as opposed to the guy that we've seen for two years. And that right there tells you why the Jets season is officially over. You finally, finally got a good game out of Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's played in 26 games. That was the best quarterback rating he's ever produced. It was only the second time his quarterback rating was over the number 100. It's only the second time he's completed 70% or more of his passes in a game, and you still lost. If Zach Wilson gives you a career day and you still lose, you're not going anywhere. Tag the toes, zip the bag. 
it's all over. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts, and they'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Stop by today and learn more at O'ReillyAuto.com. We've got a little bit of breaking news involving a star in the league on the way in just moments. And by the way, it's a little Monday night moneymaker on the way to Carlin versus Joe ESPN Radio. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Carla versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. We've got a little bit of breaking news. Carlin versus Joe, breaking news. How about this? Colts coach Shane Steichen says Jonathan Taylor will be activated this week and is scheduled to practice on Wednesday. How about that? Well, he's going to want his money, so good for him. He's going to be out there. This gives another weapon to that Colt offense, which has been interesting to watch under uh, Anthony Richardson, their new rookie quarterback. So here we go. The Jonathan Taylor story takes another turn. This Monday night preview for Monday Night Football is brought to you by our friends over at Progressive Insurance. Let's finish this. It's time to end the football week with a win. Easy money. This is Monday Night Moneymaker. All right, Joseph, explain the concept and where we are. Monday Night Moneymaker is very simple. Every Monday night before the Monday night game, the big man and myself, we give you a a wager or two, maybe three, and we let you know how much we're putting on it. We each started the season with $100 in our bankroll. We're going to try to build it throughout the course of the year. I do not have the updated numbers. Evan, do you have those? I have them in front of me. Oh, you have them. Okay, yes. well, why don't you go ahead and let us know where we all are. Joseph, you have $103.75 uh, in the bank, so you are in the black right now. Okay. After last week, I have $99.40, so we are down $0.60 cents with the original 100 Whoa. that started How after How bad eight. did last week go? You were up overall. You were up 112 Horrible. Oh I was up gosh. at $114, lost all of it on the Steelers. They just absolutely destroyed me. Oh, that's okay. Okay, yeah. wow. All right. All right, well, let's, let's shake it off and move forward. I do want to update as well. And, and, and Philly Tampa, by the way, I got beat up on too. Oh, okay. God. Well, the, um, the two picks I'm giving here tonight, these are official Pizza Money plays as well. To update Pizza Money from the weekend, 
Best weekend in show history. We went six and one. We're up five units. Overall as a show, 25 wins, 17 defeats, one tie, plus 6.32 units overall. Okay. So, how do we want to do it tonight? Do you want to lead us off? you want to fire a couple out there? I can fire a couple at you right now. Go ahead. Ready to go? Yes. Here's what we got. I am going to take five units, 550, okay, to win $5 on the under at 46 and a half. I like the under tonight, 46 and a half at minus 110. So, it's 550 to win $5. And I am going to take... $5 and go back to Daniel Jones rushing yards. Minus 110 the over, 35 and a half yards. They did not run the football with him at all last week. I expect that to change this week and he will be back in the mix there. So 550 to win five. Jones over 35 and a half. Evan, to bring you in, are you writing these down, keeping track? He is. Bookmaking, very important here. All right, thank you very much. I also have two wagers tonight. This is where it gets interesting. 550 to win five on over 46 and a half points. Love the over in this matchup. Both wow. defenses rank bottom five in the NFL in opponent yards per play. Both defenses rank bottom five in the NFL in scoring. Geno Smith and the Seahawks can hang a number and hang a number they shall against this Giants defense. And the Giants have a great situation here. Ten days to get ready at home to light up a Seahawks defense that has just been abysmal this year. I believe they've given up 27 or more in every game they've played. So $5.50 being risked to win $5 on over 46.5 points. I also have a Daniel Jones prop. I'm betting over 231.5 passing yards. It's minus 120, so I need to risk $6 to win $5. But DJ's number is very low here because in two or three games this season, he has thrown for virtually nothing. He's averaging about 180 passing yards per game. However, look at two of those teams that shut him down, Dallas and San Francisco. That is not the Seattle defense, who, by the way, ranks dead last in the NFL in passing defense, giving up over 320 yards per game. So to recap, Giants, Seahawks over 46 and a half points. I'm risking 550 to win five. Daniel Jones over 231 and a half passing yards, risking six to win five. Here's my problem with it. As we once again remind you, the Monday Night Football Preview was brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Save on your bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Once again, tonight, no Andrew Thomas. Third consecutive game. The Giants are without their starting left tackle. And uh, Saquon Barkley listed as doubtful for tonight's game. So whatever that magic potion was that they had a couple of weeks ago that they thought they were going to be able to run him out there right after the injury, I guess it has not taken place. So this is why I was on the under tonight, because again, no Thomas and again, no Saquon here. Yes, and I think that's a good handicap there. It's just I, for some reason, find myself watching more Seattle games than I think the average person watches. I guess I just gamble on these games more often than I would think I would but I'm constantly watching them. They can score. They can't stop anything. They couldn't stop anybody last year. They spent a significant amount of resources this offseason trying to upgrade the defense, and they still can't stop anyone. One note on that, though, I believe Jamal Adams is coming back for tonight's game. I'd have to double-check that. I believe he is because there was an interview with him the other day where he was talking about uh, the fact that he was very close to retirement with all of the injuries that he has had. And that, I I think, would have been – I mean, you look at what he is. I mean, he's not a cover guy. He is strictly a box safety, I think, in every way. And, And here it is. The fact that he's playing, he has not played in 385 days. Jeez. Wow. 
385 days, but he will be back tonight for the Seahawks. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts for a super start battery. They can test your old battery for free, and if it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Get the power, performance, reliability of super start exclusively at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Your biggest takeaway from this weekend, as you think about that for a moment, I'm going to give you a little time before we wrap this up. And and here's what I have got, my friend. As I look at this past weekend, those who want to say that the San Francisco 49ers are the best team in the league right now, I would simply say this. They might be the most complete But until the Eagles show that they're not able to make the plays that they need to to win a game like they did yesterday, even though it was tight against a team that frankly pounded them on a Monday night last year, I am still going to continue to believe that they are the best team in the league. And this weekend did nothing to change that for me. You, there are only 32 head coaching positions in the entire world for the NFL. If I have to take a test to drive a car, they should have to take a test to coach a team. <laughs> I, I, if you cannot be, be, ex, explain simple game theory, when to go for it, when to kick, things of that nature, and lay out your math and basic math at that, you shouldn't be coaching a, a team. I, I'm surprised Josh McDaniels is in his second NFL head coaching stint, and he just doesn't know what he's supposed to be doing. Down 14, you go for the two there. Everyone thinks it's crazy. You don't play to score 14 and force overtime. You play to score 15 and win the game. So why many people it, don't get that. Why is it that there are only 32 head coaching jobs out there, and it feels like 10 of them are qualified? Yeah, I, too many of these guys just don't seem to demonstrate the knowledge of when Salah last night settling for the field goals and then losing a close game. You played to lose close. I'm sorry. Field goals are not going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, listen, you just have to be better than that, Bob. Come on. Thanks for listening to the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Carlin versus Joe weekdays from noon to 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app. The Carlin versus Joe podcast.